0: That's it. I'm not doing do we, it
1: anymore. Do that's we get good. to the part? The other part? No. That's an, that's a enough. <laughs> that's the sandwich the sandwich is courage. Fight <laughs> for every one of us. Nothing but a sandwich. I think and I th- it serves the meat.
0: I think we we butchered a beautiful song enough. I don't think we need to go any further into this uh, into this joke at the current moment.
1: Still on that data, not on your house Wi-Fi, huh? Sandwich. Why is that a problem? I'm no, no, like it's, pretty not, good right it's now. hysterical. It's not a problem. It's just wildly entertaining, and yeah,
0: a, and a smidge choppy. Oh,
1: a smidge, sorry. yeah,
0: a smidge. Boys, how you doing? How's your uh, how's your quarantine going at the current moment? Meh. Sandwich. Uh,
2: I'm, not, not, I'm not as quarantined as most people. I still go to work, but you are fun. you
0: are essential, sandwich. You are uh, you are one of the chosen ones, as it were.
1: And yes. that's why we're calling this episode, episode, what, 580-something? 580 yep. Two. Two. 582. 582? Yep. The Essential Sandwich. Hey. It's appropriate. It's appropriate. Of all of us, Sandwich is the most essential guy <laughs> on the program right now. He absolutely and is. And this is the I mean, only time it'll program. ever be that way. Not Not to this program, but essential nonetheless
0: indeed I, i'm working from home uh, to the
1: world so
0: i'm working safely from my computer desk uh, at uh, studio m uh but sandwich is out there actually like you know risking risking his health for us he's so,
1: brisketing he, his he, health he is, is, is that, what he's doing
0: that he is uh so sandwich th- thank you for being so
1: awesome thanks thank appreciate you for, it
0: thank you for being essential
1: I I only found out uh, how essential the sandwich was because uh, the sandwich's girlfriend posted on the Facebook. Oh, did she know that he was essential? So, I mean, we knew
0: that though. We knew that. And Will? Did is, we lose him? I think we did, did we lose, lose him. him. I think we did. Uh, and Will is in the Instagram chat right now, saying he's essential as well. So, Will, thank you for being. Uh, One of the chosen ones as it were uh, of oh, being essential. Wow, that's a view I don't back, need right now.
1: But for how long? Yeah. For. Uh, how so
0: so for for those who can't tell already, uh, we are once again uh, social distancing as it were. Uh Kev is the reigning champion. Uh still in none Hawaii. of you will ever beat me
1: at social distancing. <laughs> One of you would have to go to Japan in mm-hmm. order to beat me at social distancing. <laughs> Not so much. Or like <laughs> India.
0: Or like Get a job at SpaceX and then just try to get off the actual. That would,
1: planet. yeah, that that's social distancing that, for sure.
0: That'll do it. Um, but uh, sandwich is also at, at his home as well. Uh, and again, I'm in Studio M, so that's why everything is a little adventurous today, as it were.
1: Yes, adventurous indeed,
0: uh, boys. We have a lot uh we t- need to talk about today.
1: Oh my goodness, do we ever!
0: We do. We do. But, you know, before we get uh, in, before we continue with actually uh, today's rundown uh, and chat with the lovely people of our Patreon, uh, I would like to talk about Patreon. You are able to be a part of this program and help us out tremendously by going to patreon.com slash geekstuff TNG for just a buck. You can be part of our uh, Discord service. uh, Just a dollar. Just a dollar. Uh, for a text voice service, uh, think of it like just an like exclusive chat room, uh, for the geek culture. Uh, for three dollars or more per month, you'll get the latest show a day and a half early, which is usually Tuesday night, unless something happens with me and it's a smidge late. Uh, it's and you'll get a
1: trying times is what it is.
0: <laughs> and you'll get a sneak peek at the prep sheet, uh, each and every week. A little Google Doc for you, of what we're going to be talking about. Um, for five dollars a month, you get a weekend bonus show. I uh, think of it more of a op-ed mini show that I'm doing right now about uh, maybe one particular topic or, or whatever the case may be. It's kind of whatever I'm feeling, and we get the, we the- got to
1: rotate the sandwich shop back in there for his once a month.
0: Oh, I would love that.
1: I'll figure it out.
0: Yeah, figure that out. Uh, as well as a vintage show of geek stuff TNG, which would be dropping this uh, within the next week. It's always the first of the month there, so um, you can expect that on your radar sometime this week. Uh, and for ten dollars uh, a month, you'll be able to be part of our Instagram and be able to check us out live during the show to see the the the, the spoofs, the gags, and all the other chit chat that happens when we're not uh, recording at the current moment. So again, that's oh yeah,
1: and some other special stuff that's that's coming up. This pandemic has put the show's longer term plans on delay. You know, we, we, mm-hmm. we have some exciting stuff that we're going to be rolling out, except it's going to be delayed now because, you know, lots of things are delayed. Because so. everything
0: is delayed. Oh, uh, it's right. the end everything. of the world. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, Sandwich is working on, because uh, I know you've been working on it diligently, uh, to try to do an online uh, D&D campaign for us, for our Patreon folks. Right, yeah. Sandwich? That's yeah. Wor- have you done anything on that?
2: Uh, Sandwich, so comments I, I played Roll20 uh, the other day for the first time. It's interesting. I have to now that I know how to play it as a player, I gotta work on playing it as a DM. Okay. In theory. So I'm looking into it. It's interesting. I, I have my little gripes with it, but
0: well we can do we'll like be. a basic what's... like a basic setup kind of thing.
1: Monty, what's that system that everyone's using, the multicam?
0: Uh depending which one you're referring to, there's zoom video
1: i think it's zoom right okay. isn't that what everybody's doing
0: a lot of people are it's good quality the only problem is unless you pay like you you use the you know you go beyond the paywall uh they cut you off after 45 minutes oh so but that's one of the options uh but again once uh once sandwich kind of feels comfortable with the uh the the online D program we can actually kind of see what works best for everyone because like right now um for those who don't know, we're FaceTiming because it works well with our, our hardware. So if other people also have iOS, we can maybe just do a big FaceTime chat. So there you go. So we'll see what works for everyone. Um, boys, any other notes that we want to talk about? Um, you know, actually, one thing I do want to mention that we didn't get into last time is our lovely GVM hotline, which is...
2: 201 730 Four, seven. So if
0: you want to leave us leave us a lovely voicemail over at Geeks of TNG, we'll be able to play it next episode. Shadayzi. Anything else, boys?
1: Um I don't I think watched- so. And with that, Mr. Monty no, we and got, the sandwich.
0: we got we got
2: stuff to do, sir. We got oh.
1: stuff to do. I
2: watched a movie this week that uh I know would trigger Monty if I bring it up. Go so ahead. Go ahead.
0: Into- no, no, go ahead. So- I watch my movies. I'll I'll tell you what I watched. Well, go ahead.
2: I watched uh, Creed 2.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you mean you mean it's going to trigger him because he doesn't have to watch it cuz you ruined it for him. <laughs>
0: well played, man. Well played.
1: Yeah. I I I was sick of
2: my telling him the second I finished the movie, but I figured let me save it for a live reaction <laughs> on the <this> show. <laughs>
0: You know, like, like I'm annoyed at you, but I'm proud of you at the same time. Right now, that's the that's my current situation. I think what what the hell have I watched since? Uh, I watched uh, a horror comedy B movie called Monster Slayer, which was pretty good, and uh old George Romero movie, um, Monkey uh, Monkey Shines. Monkey shines. Yes, that's that's what it was. I, could, mm-hmm. I uh, drew a blank on it, which was pretty good. It was it was a little not as bad as I thought it was. It was actually. Uh, pretty good. I think it was like a 1980s film or something like that, but it was good.
1: Yeah, I think it was, I want to say mid mid 80s, I would say. Was guess.
0: it? Okay. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, it's totally it's, it definitely has that 80s feel, so um, but that was an interesting movie. I don't think, and I was watching um, uh, Catching Up on the Clerks animated series, which I haven't watched in quite a long time.
1: Did you watch, did we talk about um, Jay and Silent Bob reboot?
0: Uh, I mean, we did after I saw the movie, but we haven't talked about it in a hot minute.
1: Oh, okay. No, I just, I wanted to make sure that we had talked about it because I, I thought it was terrible. I loved it. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. I did,
0: I did get a chance to watch uh, Tusk as well.
1: Oh, well, you're really delving into the apocrypha of Kevin Smith's career. <laughs> so, good on you. It
0: was different.
1: It sure was. It was... Now watch Yoga Hosers. It was and see exactly how far down he can go.
0: It was it was something to say the least. So
1: I'm telling you what, go watch Yoga Hosers. All right, all right. Tusk mm-hmm. Tusk will w- Tusk in comparison to Yoga Hosers, Tusk will look like you know like uh, I don't know what's an analogy a good film uh, oh. in compared to Yoga Hosers. So all right, well fuck in Tuss? fact it's kind of with Jay and Silent Bob reboot. He's kind of on the upswing. You know, it's kind of like yoga hosers, in my opinion. But, all my opinion.
0: Yeah, um, but was also, the bottom
1: of the barrel, and uh-huh. he's kind of like coming up out of the barrel. And I would say he's probably on par with Tusk. Okay. With reboot, I'm hoping. I, I mean, Clerk I liked reboot. A, 3,
0: I liked reboot a lot more than Tusk.
1: Well, I'm hoping Clerks Three, which is happening, mm-hmm. um, I'm hoping that that will be really spectacular. I mean, I'm, I'm really hoping because I'm such are. a huge fan of Clerks and Clerks too that if, if he brings this sort of I don't give a shit attitude to Clerks 3, I'm, I'm really going to be disappointed. And don't get me wrong. What I mean by I don't give a shit attitude is, you know, the attitude of fuck it, we can throw anything we want in there. You know, kind of, because mm-hmm. that's not what those movies were like. Those movies were character driven. They were um, the dialogue was brilliant. For sure. And there wasn't a lot of Sort of nonsense, you know what I mean, yeah, like where the Jay and Silent Bob movies were a bit more nonsense, I'm really hoping he kind of pulls that back for clerks three absolutely so. i
0: mean I remember, I'll never forget the the line about the lasagna in clerk's uh the first movie, and yeah uh, that, There's and, all that kind just, of dialogue that, that's just one of my favorite i mean it's such a simple line too it's not like it's a complex line but it's just a a beautiful piece of dialogue right there
1: yeah there's lovely dialogue in the second one as well he he does have a gift for dialogue when it's not in a movie about dick and fart jokes i mean when it's not in a movie that's exclusively about dick and fart jokes
0: absolutely totally agree with you
1: hey sandwich scooch down a little man you're like breaking the fourth wall.
0: Yeah, or just yeah. tilt there the camera go. up if you can. There you go. There you go. That's perfect, actually, right there. That's as um,
1: perfect as he gets.
0: Yeah, sandwich. Have you have you had a chance to watch um, any of those clerk films whatsoever?
2: No, I, I've had opportunity to, but I didn't take the opportunities to watch.
0: When that. you get it, when you do get a chance, just also think about with the first movie, especially how like. You know, like the the bromance movies, like that sort of thing. That like that wasn't yeah. a thing also when that movie came out. Like that kind of set like a tone in terms of like that bromance kind of movies. Um, mm-hmm. So just something to kind of take take that in consideration because before like it really like went like a it went big as it were. So yeah. Um, now now I don't have
1: trend. access to the press sheet, but since we're talking about movies, have you guys begun to see the delay notices?
0: I have that is on our prep sheet. I, sorry, oh. I forgot what you have the uh the issue with the the cameras.
1: Ghostbusters Afterlife uncharted and Morbius Peter so Rabbit 2 Morbius uh
0: there's uh-huh. one other big one that was new which I feel like I'm forgetting.
1: Um, the rumor is Black Widow might go direct to Disney Plus.
0: No kidding, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, uh, which is sucks for them because that probably would have done Gangbusters.
0: But you know what they? But they also need like big content for that platform too right now. So
1: yeah, I I don't disagree. You know, I I just think that the potential money, box office money, I think is going to be lost. Agreed. On video on you know versus video on demand sales, and people who have Disney Plus are going to get it effectively for free. So. You know, it, it just kind of sucks. I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. I really want to see it in a theater. We all do. And I wouldn't really be upset if they delayed it for several months, uh, you know, in order to make sure it hits the theater. That's just the way that I feel. Yep. Um, but uh, at this point, yeah. Yeah, oh. the delays, the delays have definitely begun. Yeah, what what you- I would
2: do mm-hmm. if if I was in control, which obviously I'm not, I understand putting on Disney Plus would make sense. And it might piss some people off, but I might still make people pay, like, six bucks or something to see it. I, never it never would,
1: happen on a subscription service. It
2: would never happen, but I don't know. It's like I w- I'd want to make that money back because I feel like if you throw it on Disney+, Plus, it's like that money's just gone. Well, where they're going
1: to make the money is on video on demand. But the problem is there's so many people that have Disney+, Plus, or who are booting Disney+. Mm-hmm that uh you know they they will uh you know they they definitely will lose money
0: and and here's the thing like to kind of piggyback off that like think about this once everything is done with this whole quarantine once things actually kind of go back go back to normal there's going to be an influx of so much content for people to enjoy there's going to be so many movies there's going to be shows that have been pushed back there's going to be conventions Uh, All of them, uh, yeah.
1: All all the Disney Plus shows have been pushed back at this point. You know, and that also all the Disney Plus uh, stuff has all been pushed back.
0: That that and that also counts for sports at the same time. I mean, it's just more things like more challenges that's going to try to go for eyeballs for people at the same time. Um, You know, there's uh, there it's going to be there's going to be quite the recovery for everybody. All the all of these companies at this point. Uh, in order to try to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? To try to to recoup, um, you know what with their with their business plan. At the same time, so I, I, and what I'm really intrigued about, or not intrigued, but I wonder how it's going to work out, is like you know we got all of these like perfect example here, Toy Fair. We saw all the new toys that Hasbro was going to roll out for the new movie. Now that the movie's pushed back, it, how much is that going to hurt sales when the when the toys do eventually become wonder available movie. to the masses? Ghostbusters Afterlife?
1: Oh, oh, oh! Sorry. Uh, the moment you say Hasbro movie, I instantly go to Star Wars, and I'm like, no,
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And no. it
1: doesn't matter because you you know that's funny that you mentioned that because I wanted to bring this up, and I think there's something really irresponsible going on right now in the collectors community. Two things first, though. One, I want to recognize uh, the fact that West Coast Scott has joined us in the chat. Let's just grab it so I can see what he's saying. And I also want to recognize the fact that Will is try- trying to add something, but as usual, it's just nonsense. So, um, no, what Will said was, is that maybe they'll add a pay option for Disney+, Plus, which I think would uh, completely tarnish Disney+, Plus as an idea of pay one price and get all this content. I just don't see them doing that, Will. Um, and what else did he say? Pay... Sports will probably come back quickly. Video entertainment will take months afterwards. Yeah. oh, sports, um, because sports will simply cancel the season. No, they're then not going to pick up when the next whatever the next available season is. No
0: way, no way. That's not going to happen.
1: Well, they're not going to. They're not going to be in the middle of next year and go. All right, we're playing twenty twenty season, even though it's twenty twenty one. That's just not going to happen.
0: But there's so much lost revenue. There's so much, you know. F- the, the only ones who are able to do that, or like, they're able to college, not not to go too much of a tangent here with sports, but they're able to do that with the college sports since there's no unions really. But for the well, major yeah, leagues, but, to, to, yeah, but to,
1: they're not playing they're not playing major league baseball in December.
0: But they they're, who's to say they won't play it at, at, like in Miami for like the World Series, even though Miami I, won't d- be for, in it. So
1: what World Series? You you got to have a season to have a series, you know. And as of right now, what fucking season are they going to have? Huh?
0: They'll try to they'll try to do something for sure. Okay, so my
1: show. All right. we're trying to listen in. We're trying to eavesdrop now. Are you in trouble, sandwich? No. Did you forget to take out the garbage? No, dinner is ready. Oh, <laughs> do you need to go and eat dinner? No, they know I'm filming the show. Like, oh, whatever. That's, okay, good. that's
2: okay.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, you want to bring
1: your dinner in? Would that make you more <laughs> comfortable? You can just eat while we record. I do it. It's, I'm not. I'm not criticizing for it. I do it. No, I, I, ah.
0: honestly, if my mom would be able to give me food as I'm doing the show, I would love that. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, I mean, listen. Yeah. No, no matter what happens here, cause it, it's all hearsay. I mean, who knows what's, you know, when this is all going to lift this whole quarantine thing. Uh, obviously it's going to be going on until the end of April, according to, to the president. Uh, but who knows how much <laughs> longer it could happen? Who knows how much longer it can happen after that? Just to be honest. So,
1: well, I hope not terribly much longer. I'm, I mean, we because it's hard to do a show where we meet each other over the internet when I ain't got no internet. So there's this is, that.
0: This is true. Just um, saying. So let's. Oh, put... so
1: no, no. Hold on. I, 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 I started this tangent, but then we kind of went off a little bit with Will's comment. What's up? And that tangent is, I feel like there's something really wholly irresponsible going on in the collecting community right now, on the part of, um, on the part of, um. Uh, you know, producers of, of of things, you know, like toy companies and corporations, because Hasbro's pushing ahead with their releases, and so is Sideshow. Yeah, that's that as of right. Yeah. And I already talked to Sideshow about this. They have no plan in place right now to help anybody with regards to if you're on a payment plan, the best they'll offer is, well, if you can't make a payment, you contact us, we, we can push the payment out, you know, all the payments out maybe two months or something like that. Okay. Which, which is like, fine. If this is a two month issue, what about if it's six months, Mm -hmm. you know, like, uh, you know, like I don't understand them at this point because it's not like people are I mean, I'm sure some people have canceled orders. I canceled a couple of orders already, and I'm sure other people canceled some orders. But the point is, is that I would retain the commitments on everything that I committed to purchase. Yeah. um, If they were going to push the payments down the line a little bit. And let's be honest, everything coming from China is delayed. I got at least five delay notices from Sideshow saying, this product's going to be delayed. This product's going to be delayed. We yeah. got to push out your payment plan. We got to put, I'm like, if, if you can recognize the fact that that's happening in China and the production is slowing down, which will in turn slow down shipping, which will in turn slow down processing, which will in turn slow down shipping it to me. Why can't you simply push? Why can't you push the, the payments out a couple of months? Push the payments out three months. You know, just, just across the board, you're on a payment plan, something we know is delayed is not coming in. We're going to push the payments out three months. So you're not paying because effectively what they do is you're on a payment schedule and they adjust that payment schedule according to when the product's coming in. Yes. Right. So let's say you're doing four payments. They're projecting that the product is coming in in six months which means you pay your deposit and then in two months you start your four payments, right? Mm -hmm. If the, if the product is delayed, they don't adjust the payment. You know, you still making those monthly payments in those four months. And if the product is delayed six months, you're, you have paid for it already six months ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Let's, let me give you an example. The Joker quarter scale. Hot toys that we did on the show. Okay, that thing was delayed. It had to be nine months delayed. Had to be nine months. Was I'm good, sure if was I looked it chunk. up, I could find out. But I, you, you know, I, I finished paying for that item probably, probably nine months before that, and I had to sit and wait nine months in order to get it. You know, mm-hmm. and but this is, and while that's a shitty thing, this is an entirely different thing. This is a Hey, I have to keep the lights on and a roof over my head and food in my gullet. Yeah, and maybe sideshow. I, I want to keep my commitments to sideshow. Maybe sideshow can push a few of those payments down the line, mm-hmm. like three months. You know, just stop all. Pay, just push all payment schedules three months, and then you know, fingers crossed, we're right back on track. They're none the worse for wear because nothing is coming in. So they're not going to be it's not like they're going to be out of money it's not like they're going to be out of storage space mm-hmm. because shit's not coming and that's but that's happening all over the place. you know stuff is just getting released, and yeah. either you're buying it online or you know if you're allowed into your Walmart for ten minutes, you may find something uh, you know but the, the the point is is I think it's a really irresponsible and you see all these drops I follow. I don't even know, uh, more than two dozen companies who produce things in our genre. And it's like Mondo is another example. Mondo's like exclusive print dropping tomorrow, $300. You know, like, dude, who the fuck is laying out $300 for a print right now when they don't, if they're, if if 25% of the workforce is not working, you know, if you have all these cities that are on lockdown and people can't go to work, you know what? What has to happen for you to go? You know what? We should release. We should wait. We should hold this release and do it later. Sideshow is the biggest offender of this, in my opinion. And, and just, just to they ask- just dropped. They just dropped an exclusive Daredevil figure, only four hundred. Yeah, Shadowland Daredevil. Yeah, they just dropped that, and and that's two hundred and whatever bucks it was. Mm-hmm. They also dropped the Hot Toys one one scale the child from the Mandalorian. Yep. For four hundred and change. First of all, fuck you, and second of all, seriously, like I might have even been interested in that piece, but I'm not hopping on a pay pay bandwagon right now. You know, I'm on enough of them. I'm considering other ones to cancel, and you throw possibly one of the most anticipated pieces. Uh, In in the last couple of years, Star Wars wise, you're going to drop that now in the middle of a pandemic when people are out of work. That's just fucking irresponsible.
0: I mean, it's it's terrible management. It's absolutely horrendous. And honestly, I don't think this is going to be, you know, a lot of people are saying like, oh, this is not that big of a deal. People are making, you know, mountains out of molehills. But I think once the uh, we're recording on Tuesday, once the the unemployment report comes out on Friday. And they see how much of America has lost their jobs in this so far, I think it's going to be a just a a, a tremendous ripple effect uh and an eye opening situation for a lot of businesses uh in a case like a sideshow um who is just kind of really somewhat treating this almost as business as normal, except for some like for me, some of my the items I was going to buy like the uh, the hot toys for Avengers, they're now on hold right now with the payment plan. yeah but I think it's going to be more wider spread in terms of decisions that they're going to have to make because the fact that, again, the fact that they dropped that, the the child right now, like as you say, is just absolutely I it's mean, irresponsible. I, it, you know what? I was hesitant to say that, but yeah, it, it's just, it's bad. It's mismanagement and it's just not being able to see um, down the road about where we're going right now as a, as a, as an economy.
1: And don't, don't get me wrong. I, I don't I, – you know, I, I use Sideshow as an example because I actually discussed that with them this week because I canceled okay. a couple of orders and I have a few more that I'm considering because this is the place that we find ourselves. Yeah. And I actually discussed it with them and, and their answer was, well, hey, we have this thing that we do where we can push the payment for a couple. I'm like – and if somebody has 10 orders in, are they going to have to make 10 phone calls? You you know, like, are they going to have to go through every order and say, all right, my next payment is this date. So I got to call in before the payment is collected Mm -hmm. in order to push it down the line. It's completely I I get it. I appreciate that they do that. Don't get me wrong. I really do. Under normal circumstances, if you're in, you know, you're going through a rough patch and you need to push a payment. It's really awesome that they offer that. However, this is a pandemic and there are tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of people who are locked up at home and can't work. And how on earth do you not as a, a high end collectibles company, how do you not go, you know what? We got a lot of people on payment plans. Let's just push them down because what's going to end up happening is they're going to run up against the wall and they're going to cancel. And sideshow is like, well, you know, you'll lose that $23, uh, the, the down payment that you made, right? It's mm-hmm. $23 versus I'm going to lose two hundred dollars Fifty dollars. Yeah, I'm going to lose two and a quarter versus losing, uh, uh y- y- you know, twenty three. That's a no brainer. You know, that's that's a no brainer for somebody who's in a serious financial position. That's a no brainer. Yeah. of course I'll lose the twenty three to save two twenty three. I mean, it just it, it it just it seems. And you know, that said, you can I I kind of really put a narrow point on it for our audience and our genre here. But you know, you can make this argument for anything. I called my credit card company. I said, Hey, everything is going on. I'll say it's Citibank. I called them up and I said, I have one credit card with Citibank. Mm -hmm. I called them up and I said, Hey, Citibank, um, all this stuff's going on. A lot of people out of work. They're like, we're not doing anything. Really? At this time, we're not offering that. We don't have any program. Your bill is due as it's due. And I'm just like, wow. And other credit card companies and other banks and mortgage institutions, they're all announcing, you know, like they're going to push the payments. They're going to, yeah, you know, for, my, forgive. They're not going to do late fees and they're not going to, what you call it, uh, they're not going to kick you, you out know, of your house. No penalties, they're going to do any of that stuff. Yeah, I but, got, I got that know, same
0: thing too. I was a, I'm was getting grace periods if I want them for uh, my mortgage and my credit card, my one credit card at the same time. So even though I'm not having any issues I have the option in case something comes up.
1: Yeah. You know, like, and I'll take that option. You you want to push me off for three months? I'll take that option. You know, I, if I can make the payments, I will. But the point is, is, you know, in this whole collective, we society here, the fact that these money grubbing bastards, and I'm talking about credit card companies are still like, nah, you're committed. You pay that bill. Fuck your food. Fuck your power. Fuck your water. Fuck the roof over your head. Fuck your children. You need to make this payment. You know it's the just mo- ridiculous. The most
0: surprising, Kev. Honestly, the the first company that emailed me saying that like I have forgiveness if I'm going to be late on my payments of all companies was PSE and J.
1: Yeah, that's hysterical. Which, <laughs> which yeah, because I've had to deal with them too, so I know how funny that is. Yeah, that's
0: the, that's for the uh, the gas and electric for people who don't who don't who don't live around New Jersey. All uh, right, we got um,
1: We got to get back into the show before we lose sandwich to sleep. That's a, yeah.
0: Well, there, there's something to talk him. about.
1: Look at him; he's half gone already.
0: You know, there's one other thing in the prep sheet, um, which kind of actually t- uh, t- uh, ties into all of the stuff we've actually been talking about. Just to kind of keep on base here, at least we'll be positive in the second half of the show. Um, and it's actually a conversation we had on Discord uh, at the same time. Now, uh, I'm sure you guys are aware, but Diamond out of the blue uh, suspended deliveries to comic book stores. Now, yeah. it's understandable that they would do that. I totally understand you know, their workers are just as important as anybody else's, so I get why they would uh, suspend it. But um, the problem I, I'm having is the fact, look, there's two sides of it here. First of all, there was just no notice. They just suspended stuff. It wasn't even listed yeah. on their website. They there was articles and there's people who I know who work at comic book stores who say like it just happened to come up in their Google news feed. That's how they yeah. found out about the suspensions. Um, yeah. and now I'm seeing people on Facebook who who run collectible stores like toy stores, comic book stores, where they're trying to do some kind of sales or curbside options. They try to make ends meet right now because they still have to pay rent. So
1: curbside options would be great if they had new material
0: true true right now it's a matter of like whatever they may have in their um, their own kind of archive of stuff uh, just to try to get some you know just to try to make ends meet right now to get anything out the door which I totally understand
1: yeah I've been talking I've actually been talking to retailer X about that very thing who is just eBay selling his entire store
0: which I get it I totally understand uh, and I'm not even mad for the fact that I, – I understand the fact that Diamond has to suspend their stuff because of a safety issue. I get it. D- no arguments there. Um, the fact that there was absolutely no transparency I think is a tremendous issue. And, and even, even though they're the only ones on the block who are able to deliver uh, new material or new items to stores, they have some kind of responsibility uh, to be to work with their business – to work with their subsidiaries, their businesses. Um, and at the same time, there's a major issue about how many of these stores are actually going to come back online after this is all over with. Who, who's going to be in business? And what does it mean in terms of the the digital comic books versus uh, regular comic books right now? I can't see what you're doing, Kev. Trying to squ- squish somebody's head. Um,
2: I think it's mine. Okay. Uh,
0: but it's a matter of um, are, is this going to be the turning point for comic books at this point? I mean, right now I'm seeing parent, I'm hearing about parents who are just giving their kids iPads yeah. and remotes. Uh, almost they don't care about screen time. Like they want to keep them occupied. Uh, okay, now I see. Now I see him crushing his head under the delay. Um, and it's just this may be that big turning point in comics that we uh, we've probably been waiting for. Kind of like almost in the way we're in the '90s, where there was um, the abundance of of books that just sunk the companies this may be that secondary turning point right now where we see where we look back and that was the moment where everything changed again
1: and the and the same thing is now being said about movie theaters as well yeah because that's that's another you know with with the with the releases on demand and the releases on the services and things you know about these major releases and that they're just going to beam them into people's homes the same exact thing is being said the same exact thing is being said about movie theaters now like this could be the death knell of the movie theater which i think is bullshit and but i also think that it's not going to be the end of comic books either i just don't think we're at that point yet this is certainly what this is going to do is trim the number of comic book stores there are out there
0: tremendously yeah. that's
1: for certain you know i hope retailer x is not one of them but you know like uh, you, you know like I, I do fear for legitimately fear for smaller comic book stores you know because mm-hmm. i think that this is going to be tough for them to survive absolutely but in any event sandwich are you with yes. us still
2: no, no i've been listening oh
1: i know it's, you've been listening i know it, i see you struggling to stay awake so no, what else do um, we got on that prep sheet that we can uh, in, involve young sandwich in cuz he doesn't have the worldly problems that that you and i have he he just gotta get the meat out.
2: Well, I, I, I listen, I I don't buy from Sideshow. Uh, the way that this is affecting comic stores definitely does, you know, affect me, you know. I live four blocks from Retailer X's comic shop and I spend a lot of free time there, so I definitely I'm worried about that. And I also don't think this is gonna kill comics in any way, shape, or form. But I I agree with Kev. It's gonna trim down a lot of stores. I think it might trim down some uh, what's the word for it? I'm blanking out the, like Marvel, DC, what do you call those companies? The, the Just big people who put publishers? out comics. Mm-hmm. I think Publishers. I think some publishers might get trimmed down and maybe some of the
1: kind of more bullshit, not bullshit books, I'm saying, but like. Like Xenoscope Entertainment and. Yeah. Yeah. Like some of the people that make those real. Yeah. That's a good point, Sandwich. Yeah, you that know, that, that it is a possibility that some of those, it's both good and bad because some of those smaller independent publishers do great things and Absolutely. some of them don't. So, you know, like it, it really kind of, uh, yeah, you're that's, that's really well. Well, well I'm very impressed by your contribution. Half a sleep. And let me ask you this uh, sandwich, <laughs> since we're on the top topic of, uh, contributing, what excuse will you contribute to not playing red dead redemption when we're done taping the show today? Uh, <laughs> what excuse will you possibly give? Beyond dinner? It's
0: dinner time.
1: <laughs> Beyond di- After dinner. What about after dinner?
2: After dinner. Do you want to do this now in front of the public? Or do you yeah, want to- I do.
1: Because I'm really let me bored tell you, we Denver had Dunson. four guys in there the other day. And we were
2: having a blast. I've gotten really bored of Red Dead.
1: And I said, I wish the sandwich wow. was here it's, because it's, we would be having a lot of fun right now. It's become kind of boring to me.
2: Honestly. It's boring
1: to you because you're never in there playing with your friends, sir. I don't,
2: just online just isn't as entertaining as the first Red Dead was,
1: to me. Oh,
0: okay, fine. Okay. Wow. Well, um. All right. Let's talk about no, some. Other I mean, stuff. why
1: play with your friends when you can play with yourself? So th- I'm just talking it up to that. Okay.
0: Uh. On that lovely note, let's uh talk about. A few, <laughs> let's let's at least add like one at least okay bit of news into the into the show <laughs> into the first half of the show at least. Uh Ryan Reynolds is in talks to star and produce a live action feature adaptation of the eighties arcade game Dragon's Lair for Netflix.
1: Yeah, I'm all about that. Uh,
0: absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. This I mean, this was a I mean, it's a popular game, but I also think it's one of the more annoying games that, that's only
1: ever... only only if he follows up by doing Space Ace. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Do you remember Space Ace? No,
0: like, like it's on the tip of my tongue. Space
1: Ace is literally the sequel to Dragon's Lair. I
0: don't know if I played it. Oh, you know what? Okay, I remember seeing it now. If you Google it, you'll, three, you'll remember, you may remember it. For the if you remember though. Dragon's
1: Lair, you remember Space Ace because it came out. It wasn't very long after Dragon's Lair that Space Ace came out and everyone hated it for exactly the same reasons everyone hated Dragon's Lair. Mm-hmm. Because let's be honest, you didn't do shit. No,
0: you just pressed a direction. You know, to... there's
1: a DVD, Monty. You may want to look and try to find this. There's a DVD that has the full animations for Dragon's Lair and <laughs> um, Space Ace where you can actually see the whole story. And it's like a 10-minute cartoon. <laughs> it's seriously. I mean, it really. it's so bad. Oh, it's yeah. really bad. Yeah, I see
0: that. But, actually. It's like 25 minutes
1: it's re- yeah. It's twenty five minutes. It's two of them. That's why they're each like twelve and a half minutes long. Space Ace is one, and Dragon's <laughs> Lair is the other. It's really just uh, twelve and a uh, half minutes long, and like
2: twenty dollars in quarters.
0: I uh, do that. I can. I would love to know how much money that those games made because they were they were so different, but they they were addictive at the same time. So
1: there's that. Uh, moving on. You know. Thinking, we should recognize uh, that currently in the Patreon chat room is somebody called. Hurricanley.
0: Hurrican Long Island.
1: Hurrican Long Island. Is mm-hmm. that who that
0: is? Well, yeah, those are the ones who do the the, the big show once a year. For oh. The,
1: for the church? Yeah. For I the don't church. know. I don't know who that person is. We should also mention, Will just said, just got a voicemail from Ryan Reynolds. Pl- pretty hilarious. Did you, Will? Good for you. Did you? Good oh. for you. Uh,
0: also, moving on, lock and key. Is going to be coming back for a second season on Netflix. Um,
2: okay, I thought Lock and Key was kind of meh.
0: You know, well, I said it was kind of meh. Other people I've talked to were kind of digging it. I I gave it a shot. I got it to the third episode. I was like, okay, I kind of see where it's going, uh, but it didn't. It wasn't enough to like make me want to go back to the to another episode. I mean, the books are. Here's the thing: the books are on such a high pedestal for me. Uh, and I thought some of the dialogue was so force-fed in the show that it didn't exactly, it, it just didn't pull me in the same way. I'd rather reread the books than than watch the show at this point. Um, I mean, hell, if you're on, if you like, since everyone's under quarantine, if you haven't read Lock and Key, uh, I highly recommend it. It's I think it's six or seven graphic novels worth, uh, which are usually on sale every once in a while on Comicsology. Um, again, going back to digital versus the actual hardcover books. Uh, but, um, yeah, they're just really good reads from Joe Hill. We're going to say sandwich.
2: I, I watched the first two of episodes of lock and key and they were so interesting to me. I don't remember a single fucking thing,
0: <laughs> which is a shame. Cause the book was really good. Is really good. Yeah.
1: You should loan him the book.
0: Uh, that would mean giving him my <laughs> comiXology login, which is just not going to happen.
1: <laughs> I don't. Fine. I don't think he'd abuse it. I'm sure. Yeah. All of a sudden, all of a
0: sudden, the password gets changed it, and everything.
2: <laughs> I feel like Lock and Key is a situation, not not the not the the book, the, the show, maybe, where it's just like, kind of the same way the publishers are saying, like, the virus is going to kind of trim the fat. This is fat that maybe we could trim off. Or like, did we really need a Lock and Key TV show?
1: Everything like, is a picture anyone- reference now.
2: Was anyone? Everything a is a butcher one. reference. That's we're gonna heavy? trim
1: the fat. We're gonna, you know, I don't want to say we're gonna bone and fillet, but I'm just saying maybe trim the fat.
0: Just a smidge. Yeah.
1: Just a smidge. It's a smidge. Just a smidge. You know, you know, we I can say? keep a little fat, but yeah. we're gonna you know. marinate. We're gonna, you know, I'm gonna marinate on this idea, and then uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lightly grill it.
0: <laughs> unbelievable. You know, Big Kev, what I just realized: my comicsology login is probably worth more than Larry.
2: <laughs> wow. Wow. Insulting
1: the Everything. sandwich mobile again. Everything wow. is worth more than Larry. No, like
0: like I have in the well into the thousands of comic books on there, so it's definitely worth more than Larry.
1: Do you know there have been times there have been times when there has been one product from the Geek Stuff product archive in Larry, that was worth more than Larry. That sounds <laughs> Probably right. more than once.
0: Sounds about right. Uh, by the way, Will just, Will just, got, back, <laughs> Will just got back on uh, uh, the Patreon. He says, he, uh, Ryan Reynolds, he's part owner of Mint Mobile, which I use, sent out a voicemail that turned into a rambling stream of thought similar to Deadpool. They are making unlimited da- data available for customers. So that's awesome to hear that. Um, You know, a number of phone companies are also doing that, too. Um, You know, we have a few other things. Send us
1: that voicemail, Will.
0: Yeah, Will, if you can, actually, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, You know, we have a few kind of good things and and stuff that's kind of on our radar we'd want for the second half. So, uh, Big Kev, why don't you send us to break, sir?
1: And with that, Mr. Mayhem and the Essential Sandwich, (laughs) we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG. Ooh, I almost said Geek Stuff OG, which I'm thinking is a whole different show. Uh, Geek Stuff <laughs> TNG episode 582. Two. The one we're calling The Essential Sandwich. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. Hey guys, this is Brian O'Halloran
2: from Clerks, Clerks 2, Brutal Massacre, a whole bunch of films. I'm not even supposed to be here today. And you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Listen, he's a geek. I'm a geek. I know this kind of stuff. I'm not even supposed to be here today. You sound like an asshole! From Studio M, Big Kahuna Studios, and the Sandwich Shop. It's Geek Stuff TNG. You just heard a lovely little uh commercial from my friends over at Build X-Wing. Build X Wing, home to the one and only 118 scale X-Wing on the market, which is great for your three and three-quarter figures. It's a great piece for click the Guys and diamond people and people who dislike things in scale. It's fully detailed and fully realized comes with many fabulous details like places to place the bombs, the ship has working lights, r 2 goes boop, bop, and beep, and the X-foils open in attack position. We here at Geeks of TNG always highlight the Deluxe Edition, which comes with working landing lights, static figures, little people mover, and a static blue Skywalker for the cockpit. It also comes with a fabulous little magazine guide which has many fun background and source material. And once you're done with all that, you combine it together and display it on your shelf somewhere, maybe in your man cave, maybe on your bookshelf in your living room, or wherever have you. So we here at Keys of TNG always like to highlight, you know, my little bit stolen from Kevin's self, where, you know, maybe not in the time of the pandemic, maybe after the pandemic, you know, you're gonna want to get out there with your friends see the world, and you're going to go to a convention, and you're going to see a beautiful X-Wing. You're going to see this beautiful piece displayed with all the pieces, the guys and the lights and the whoops and the bops. And you're going to say, holy shit, that's awesome. I've been fucking locked up in my house for years. I need something (laughs) to make me feel better. So you're going to walk over there and say, hey, bud, how much does this run for? And the bud's going to go, hey, it runs this much. Runs too much for my wallet. I've been out of a job or whatever. What this does, especially in this time of pandemic, it gives you an affordable way to really get that X-Wing you've been craving for just in your entire nerd life. You don't want to miss out on this. You really don't. It's a beautiful piece. It's heavy. It's got weight. It's the perfect just nerd paraphernalia if you're a big Star Wars geek, like I know some people are. So, if you want to reach them on your telephone, they're at 877 Six seven seven nine, or they're at buildxwing.com. build xwing.com. Build Wing, the nerds for you. There
0: you, you, go. you saved yourself a little bit on that one.
1: Yeah. Unbelievable. I bet that they were f- refused to give him the Wi Fi password. That's that's <laughs> probably what it is
0: for everybody else's safety. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's
0: what they're trying to do. Oh, well. Well thanks Sandwich. That was just lovely right there. Thank you. Well,
1: thanks. Thanks. Thank you. I do my best. And as you guys uh, heard, we did uh not get a brand new Geek stuff, uh uh game, game stuff, stuff rather from Coke Logic because he's clearly too busy.
0: No, no, no. He's having more computer issues. I was talking to him earlier about this. We went into we oh. went into detail.
1: Oh, I see.
2: I mean, what 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 games news could there be now? Everything shut down. Well, there's some. But. Yeah,
0: there's some stuff going on. and There's things to talk about and, and ish right now.
2: Animal Crossing. I
0: was actually, you know, I was actually trying to get uh, the Switch and Animal Crossing because the Squeeze wants to uh, play Animal Crossing. And, Aww. And, well, I'm a
2: nice fucking guy. Sandwich.
0: Squeeze, aren't I a nice fucking guy? Yeah. Damn right. Um, What's she gonna what, say? What, no. What
2: the, what the people don't see is him taking out his wallet and giving her twenty dollars while he asked that. Oh, that's Sandwich. Good.
1: Insinuate, insinuate <laughs> that she is a woman of loose morals. Way to go, Sandwich. You know, it's it's
0: it's bad enough that you've made fun of her before when we went to go visit I our didn't. friend Big Kev.
2: The, the people don't know about this story and no don't need to know about hey, the story.
0: Just so you know, Sandwich
2: is very rude to you. I I think he <laughs> like. Kept, consistently squeeze. squeeze i didn't say anything mm-hmm. don't don't listen to him don't listen to that beard of lies big kev's
0: quarantine <laughs> stuff i like that smack um, oh that's the mayor the yeah. mayor has
1: joined <laughs> us I, like I don't know for sure but i think he's is he angling in through through my oh my back door oh that doesn't sound right <laughs> um to, to, to get in here i'm not sure if he is no i think he's oh well, maybe he is i don't know
0: this show is totally off the rails know. um Off the rails. Off the rails. There are some things on the schedule I would like to just kind of point out for everybody. Uh, In in the the optimistic kind of notion of just like, all right, we're going to get over this soon. Let's go plan some fun stuff. So just because we mentioned it before, let me, uh, and this is well down the line, so hopefully we're definitely good by now. uh, We'll have Hurricane coming up uh, November 14th. This is going to be happening at the Bethany Church in East Rockaway, New York. Not far from where I have family. Uh, usually, this is a fundraiser they have set up uh, to help um, rebuild some of the church and 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 recoup some of the cost from a hurricane, a superstorm Sandy, rather. Uh, let's not forget that debacle, which didn't really happen that too crazy long ago, in theory. Um, and what they're doing is that it's I think of like a flea market for kind of the stuff that we're into. Uh, the way you hear us talk about Flea all the time, how excited we are for Flea, which unfortunately is being postponed right now. Um, It's kind of the same essence, but over in New York. So if you're in that general area, that kind of the Queens, Brooklyn area, Long Island, it's easy for you to get to um, over there. So that's something we're going to be talking about way later on down the line. Um, Something else that uh, is on my radar, actually happening in lovely Parsippany, New Jersey, which I love because it's right down the street from me practically, is a video game con. Uh it's gonna be ha- happening August twenty second and twenty third. Now I've gone there Theoretically. Uh, theoretically. Uh I've gone there multiple times. Uh I think I've gone to three shows there maybe. Um what they do is they have a gymnasium uh filled of arcades and pinball machines that are free to play.
1: Oh, so, oh is that the one where Toy Con usually is? It's in like yes. that uh it's, it's so. over there in that um what is it? Like a no, that's like a You're
0: thinking the firehouse. That's over in no, the middle of the house.
1: No, 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 It's where, Sandwich will remember. It's yes. where we brought all that stuff over for Toy Con. It's, uh, it's on a little side street in Parsippany. They got a big gym in the middle. They oh, got behind, two gyms.
0: You're talking about behind the behind the diner and behind the, the soccer field over there?
1: Isn't that where that is over there?
2: Sandwich? Anyways. Uh, I will research while we... Okay, while you're all, looking
0: that up. Maybe I'm thinking of mi- mixing up with another uh, toy convention then. Um, no,
1: no, no, no. I think it takes place... I'm just saying I think it takes place in the same venue, which I was going to say is an actually really nice venue for uh, for conventions.
0: It is. So. It is. I mean, parking is a little bit of a pain in the neck, but otherwise it's it's a yes. re- really good layout. You don't feel like you're cramped or or stuffy or anything like that, yeah, which is very that's rare. That's definitely that place. Very rare at conventions. Uh, happening yeah. 22nd and 23rd. Like I said, there's a gymnasium full of um free to play pinball machines, arcade machines, uh more of the bigger games like the Dance Dance Revolution kind of stuff. There's panels for people who are interested into creating their own video games. Uh, of course, there's sellers who are um selling the old school stuff, uh, some merchandise, those classic games, the vintage stuff, uh stuff that's worth hundreds of hundreds of thousands of dollars, uh, hundreds of dollars rather. Excuse me. Um, uh, there's also free to play um. Or, and tournaments for classic systems uh, so Sandwich, stay awake Ooh, um, I'm awake Okay, uh, So if you want to play uh, Mario Kart N64 You can do that, you want to do something on Sega You can oh. totally do that Lots of good options uh, on there And of course there's just like the toys, the merch And the general stuff going on at there for sure
1: um, I feel um, like I went to, I feel like I went to one of those shows
0: It's worth going And I
1: don't know why I feel this way But I think that I did
0: Listen, it it's maybe worth,
1: with OG, but I I don't remember. I mean, it's, 100%. It's
0: absolutely worth going. I'm going to go there that Saturday. Hopefully we can do a little interview with the people running the place. I've actually uh, interviewed them before for my other job. Uh so hopefully maybe we'll able to try to get something for the podcast from them as well. That
1: that'll be something nice. Maybe I- Sandwich uh, could go with you and interview him for interview them for his other job. So exactly how do you <laughs> like your steaks? cooked do you like them like do you like the thick cut do you like a thinner cut like do we trim the fat do we leave the bone in it's it's
2: friday night and you had a long day at work
1: are you a show or everybody see there you go i think these are beautiful questions there you go they're beautiful all the questions are beautiful um so uh, yeah um and as of right now this is just out there um they have not as yet cancelled star wars celebration
0: Oh, good! I actually in, meant to that in Anaheim.
1: That is still on, according to rumor. Um, I have a feeling that any day, though, I think it's going to get bagged. I don't know that for sure. Mm-hmm. I just have a feeling that when is extends it extends much past like May, June, I I think that it's really going to be dicey. Yeah. Um, you know, for them
0: and the uh, the hard convention I was supposed to go to this past weekend, uh, I believe it's pushed back to June now. So, uh, but we'll see again if that happens. It's, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's it's Atlantic City, so it's not like people are knocking on the doors. The whole convention's at the showboat. It's so, a lot
1: of like, we'll see.
0: It, it is. I mean, for everybody. Huh? Um, One thing that uh, I would pray to God that we don't have uh, any delays for is something happening June and uh, through July of uh, 2021, so next year. This is happening at the Paper Mill Playhouse. It's called Oh, Drew. this is <laughs> So, this is that
1: thing you, you didn't want to tell me.
0: Yeah. So again, I think you're going to love this or you're going to hate it. Okay. So let me just preface this by saying, um, I guess the best way to uh, describe the Paper Mill Playhouse is um, think, of a, think of a Broadway show that comes to your local town. I believe that's in Melbourne, New Jersey. Technically, yeah. Right there at the border there. Okay. Um, I've gone there once. I think it's, it's a nice small stage. I think it was a nice area. Um, where you can kind of see a, where you can see a show on a theater stage, uh and actually see some pretty pretty good content. Uh they have i I've, I feel like they've had a good, nice array from kind of stuff that's college type productions to like some like kind of heavyweight names who've been there uh,
1: no, you, throughout the years. You so. know what what you need what you need to say about them, not to interrupt you, Monty, no. but you know, a lot of shows before they go to Broadway go to paper mill playhouse to work oh. out the kinks. Oh, I didn't that know is that really part. the truth, honestly. I mean, that that is a bit I mean, I know if you're not a theater person, you may not you may not know this, but um, yeah, the paper mill playhouse is a really important place for Broadway. Like, Newsies was at Paper Mill Playhouse before it went to Broadway. No,
0: oh, I didn't know that. You part. know,
1: and that can be said for several other shows, musicals and non-musicals alike. I mean, it, there's a lot of stuff that happens at Paper Mill that they kinda put it up on its feet and kind of do a small run to kind of get the kinks out and then they ship it into the city. That is the God's honest truth.
0: Mm, Interesting. So what's happening there is the show Bruce with the tagline of a man, a mechanical shark and the making of a masterpiece. So here's the description from uh, the Playhouse. Uh, Paper Mill Mill brings you a new musical based on the memoir The Jaws Log by screenwriter uh, Carl Gottlieb. Uh, chronicling uh, the making of an iconic movie. Bruce tells the story of then-unknown director Steven Spielberg's beleaguered film set and the challenges that thwarted the film at every turn, including the film star, an uncooperative mechanical shark named Bruce. At its heart, the show proves that when we are faced with hardships and work together as a team, great things can happen. A bunch of the people being named uh, and is... Who's directing this?
1: Uh, you're starring there starring
0: in it? There you go. There you go. Um, I mean, I like, I like Jaws, but I've been also wanting to go back to Paper Mill Playhouse at the same time. So I feel like this is enough of an excuse to actually want to go out there and actually try and actually see this. Because again, I haven't been to Paper Mill for quite a few years. And I also think that it's going to be more, still more important to support all the local places as much as possible. Um, uh, uh, after, after this whole quarantine thing so this may be uh, on people's radar i think this may be a uh, interest to a lot of people and just like a different angle for the show of uh jaws which obviously is loved by so so many people so and and as big kev as as since you're you're definitely the the big theater guy of everybody here uh like i said i wasn't really sure what side of the aisle you'd fall on on that one
1: i i really don't know i'm interested in to, to see how they would execute such a thing mm-hmm. um, but yeah I mean I'm not i'm I'm on the fence still it could go either way. I want to take a moment to recognize uh, an old very old friend of the show Adrian Foreigner has uh joined us in the uh, in the uh, chat nice. so hello mr foreigner hello hello, hello. very nice.
0: Um, yeah, so that's something I think that people should put on their radar for all for all those shows that's going to be coming up, uh, no matter how soon or far. Because I, I think uh, supporting those kind of things and helping uh, helping out uh, local mom and pop sellers who will be there is going to be very very important. So there you go. Um, so one last thing, boys, to before we close this out because we have a lot of a lot of stuff and sandwich you Uh-oh. don't want, you don't want to do that right next to the microphone, buddy. Uh, one thing I think is really um, intriguing story that we should talk about which I mentioned uh, maybe a bit too harshly last week. I was, oh, talking yeah, about, that. was talking about GameStop. So, there's a Boston Globe article that came out a few days ago. Uh, GameStop uh, execs two employees told them to wrap their hands in plastic bags and to go back to work. The memo was sent out um, to a number of employees and uh, the Boston Globe was able to get their hands on this notice. Um, And this was all despite a uh, state order in Massachusetts telling people to shut down all non-essential businesses. Um, (laughs) This is just, you know, like...
1: The story gets better and better. You
0: really couldn't think it could get any worse. And I hate the idea of people losing jobs. I hate, you know, when you see things like this happening. But... They need an over. If they're going to survive, they absolutely need an overhaul from the very, very top of
1: this, well, this company. Well, you know, they're not going to survive because one of the reasons that they're pushing so hard for these employees to stay on the job is because they're closing 300 stores. Yeah. And it just happens that this uh, pandemic falls in the middle of their plans to close those stores. And if they don't move that merchandise out of those stores, they got to pack it up. They got to ship it. They got to pay people to do that. It costs money to ship stuff. They're going to lose more money uh, if they don't move that stuff out the door, which is why you see the stores that are closing um, but have remained open during the pandemic is everything in the store is like nickels and dimes because they just want to get rid of it, Mm -hmm. which is great if you happen to live near one. (gasps) And you're allowed out of your house to go look at it. Yeah, you really can get some great deals right now. You know, like not even, uh, you not even a joke. You could get some really amazing deals. I mean, I've seen stuff online. People are just getting stuff for pennies on the dollar. Oh, for
0: sure, for sure. And here's the but the
1: fact is, the store has if the store is in an area where you can't shop, like uh, the mayor is saying right now, they're closing a store near him, but no one's allowed to shop there.
0: Oh, that's you know, right so they're the sitting
1: on merchandise that they're practically giving away, but they can't have anyone in the store to buy
0: it. Yeah, that's down the street for me too. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm I'm a little torn. Like, I don't, I again, I hate when people lose jobs. Uh, I'm much more concerned for the for a place like a digital press. Uh, like those kind of mom and pop uh video game stores, yeah. you know, more than anything else. Much more so, them. I'm much more concerned about them than anybody else. I think they're going to be okay. I think, uh, obviously, depending on what their debts and their payments are and everything, people will flock back to them with no problem. Uh, I, well, I've I've gone there on like a, a two o'clock on a Tuesday, and I've seen people. I've seen you know consistent yeah. work being done. The,
1: the problem is, is that they went oversaturated. You know, you have stores like in New Jersey, like near you guys, there's five stores within 20 minutes of your location. Yeah. That's yeah. way too many. And that's the problem. They oversaturated the market with, mom, with with brick and mortar stores. And then when they were at their height, they bought ThinkGeek and decided to start putting merchandise in the stores that wasn't video games. I'm not saying that was a bad idea. What I'm saying is at a time when they should have been fiscally like, all right, let's take a look at things here. You know, how are you know, how are we trending and so on and so forth? They were just like, fuck it. Let's get on the the stuff bandwagon and start getting stuff in the stores here as well as video games. And I think that that ended up shooting them in the foot.
0: I, I you know, I, 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 absolutely I think what
1: they should have did was. Yeah, I think what they should have did is what they're doing now, which is they, they're they closing 300 stores. They're closing 300 stores that are probably maybe a handful of miles away from other stores. Mm-hmm. They're not closing the store on this Island. You know why? It's the only one, you know, they're closing a store near the mayor. You know why? Cause there's three other ones, probably the same distance from the mayor that this store is.
0: And there used to be one down and the street so from where I go. live. There used to be one down the street from where my house is. Yeah. And remember there's the one at the mall, which I'm assuming is the yeah. one he's talking about. So I mean, listen. I, I think I think again at the time with Think Geek, they should have done two other things instead. They should have uh, tried to fix their image because we've yeah. all we've all seen the the memes and the jokes about like how they're the biggest enemy buying games back from people. Yep. And uh, they should have shifted more towards uh, depending on online sales for everything, especially the vintage stuff that they have going. They actually have a pretty decent selection of uh, vintage, excuse me, vintage products but they don't advertise it very well. Uh, they don't really list it. Even I think they could do a better job at listing and describing the items uh, compared to what they have now. But you know what? I mean, you can sell that $20 game, probably make just, you know, that old NES game and make more money on another brand new game for 20 bucks. So the, I, I think it's mayor just the way reminds they're going me, mm-hmm.
1: The mayor reminds me there are actually five stores within five miles of
0: this <laughs> house. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> That's
1: And you wonder why they're closing 300. You know what? If they closed four of those stores, that one store that was left would do gangbusters. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I get, I you know, I understand at the time they were like exploding and they were like, we need to have more stores, you know, like, and I I get that. But then they put stores like fucking Starbucks, you know, there's like, if you put us up a strip mall, There's a, there's a, a, at at a time there was a better than decent chance that there would be a GameStop in there, you know, or a pizza place or a Chinese place Mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, all the, you know, it became like a joke almost, you know, because they, you know, the strip malls, they all have sort of the same stores in there and GameStop just became one of those stores. It's like, is there going to be a GameStop in here? Because that's how, you know, prolific they were at that time. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, right.
2: something. So so I looked it up. I have four near me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's what everyone's going to do now. Everyone's got go to go to The Soft. new
2: Geek Stuff TNG uh, game show, how many GameStops are near your house? Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it's that's a, that's a pretty decent, actually, uh, question right there. I'm actually talking right now so I can buy time so I can do it myself.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll talk about this while you're doing that. I started, I, I got the, um, they announced the, Three-month trial of CBS All Access, Okay. Yes. which I decided to take advantage of and uh, try to squeeze in Picard and uh-huh. two seasons of Star Trek Beyond um, in order to, you know, see all of those things and not have to pay for them. Yeah. Um, and so far, I'm three episodes into Picard. I think it's really great. Awesome. Um, it's not exactly what I was expecting, but I, I like it. And I haven't started beyond yet, but I've heard great things about it
0: so. i I got to sign up for uh because I still haven't watched Twilight Zone before a free month I can binge it and then just cancel it after that. so
1: you could probably binge it in a day you know I, I, I just, just do that i i um along with my friends uh you know we like to play video games together, you know really like to get in the Red Dead and just have fun with each other that's you sweet. know that's sweet of you doing things together that's a good, that's
0: a good friend that's what a good friend does. Yeah,
1: just saying. Yeah. Uh, also, um, we don't become bored because we're not just playing with ourselves. Yeah. You know, we're, we're you know we're 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 a group where we're cooperatively playing.
0: Yeah, you're not yawning all the time either. Probably you're probably enjoying it. So there yeah, you go. Just saying. Uh, also, for for those uh, who are interested, uh, Shudder, s h u d d e r dot com, uh, the ho- uh, the horror streaming service. Uh, I don't know who you're giving that middle <laughs> finger to. Uh, okay, boys. Uh, they're doing a halfway to Halloween uh, sale at the same time. Uh, Use uh, shut-in as the promo code uh, in your free month.
2: Sandwich, you're being kind of rude, sir. No, I I love the the name of the code. Okay.
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, They're doing, uh, like I said, for 30 days free, they're going to put a new um, Joe Bob's uh, uh, season rolling out over the next month. And there's going to be a bunch of other shows going on. Right now, there's a horror show, like a movie, rather, called The Room, which is phenomenal, phenomenal. It deserves an award. It's like a, a, a new twist of a Twilight Zone kind of movie, and it's freaky as hell. So I highly recommend that. Um, but for anyone who wants a free month of uh, horror stuff, uh, we're checking out. For, for Joe Bob, it's worth it alone. Highly recommend that. Hey, I
1: agree Bob. with that 100%. Joe Bob Briggs is hysterically funny. Um, I really, I used to love when I would, to, you know, tune over and watch some of those really terrible horror movies. A monster but just vision, right? to get the Joe Bob like information and little commentaries. It was worth it. Oh my god, it was god. so worth. it. He's Joe hysterical. Bob wasn't it? Joe Bob Briggs Drive-in or something like that. Was yeah. that what it was
0: called? Yeah, I think it was rebranded a few <laughs> times. I, I don't remember the, all the titles off the top of my head. But he is smart as hell. He he knows his stuff. Yeah, I
1: met him once. He's a great guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, like he's that person who knows all the details about all of these horror movies, uh, and, and he does like road shows too, where he actually goes to like mom and pop theaters that are still that still exist, um, which is pretty awesome. So, uh, for Jones, I loved
1: his two minutes in Casino.
0: He was also he also had like another real. I think he was in Con Air. Oh no, Face Off! It was the other Nick Cage movie. He's in Face Off, I think, for like. He's 30 in Face Off.
1: O- I didn't know he was in Face Off. I knew he was in Casino for literally two minutes, but yeah. It was he in Casino? He was the guy who was fixing the. He was like quote fixing the um the slot machines when he had two. He's the guy that said, "Why are these machines?" You know, De Niro's like, "Why are these machines back here? Why didn't you move them up front?" You had two payouts and you didn't think something was wrong either you <laughs> uh, either you're in on it or you're, and you and go I'm sorry Mr. Rudd ever you know with his accent mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was funny. He was in Casino. The next movie after that uh, was Face Off. So, yeah, there you go.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Yeah.
0: Um, boys, I think that's pretty much everything we want to hit uh, for today. Uh, fun fact, you can check us out each and every week over at GeekStuffTNG.com. Uh, you can find us at your local podcast app as well. It's Geeks TNG over at the Twitter, over at the Facebook, and over at the Instagram. 24-7 we're open over there uh, you can find me online uh, as Monty's Mayhem M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M I'm on Twitter I'm on Instagram uh, the Snapchat uh, and YouTube where I'm trying to post some more comic book related videos which I should have one up Thursday so I think there, I think perfect.
1: Sandwich is having a stroke
0: <laughs> he's he's yeah he probably is Big Cap, I, I'm
2: actually out the perfect. outro music so Big Cap, oh, yeah? Big you yeah that
1: uh, Hur- Hurrican, Long Island, uh, he says, is there corona in Hawaii? The answer is yes. Um, on my island, there are currently, last I heard, there were 12 cases uh, on the island that were identified anyway. Uh, the mayor says uh, goodbye. And he, his, Hurrican uh, also says, sandwich looks funny dancing to no music. You're certainly correct, sir. He certainly does. Uh, you can find me in about 15 minutes on the Xbox One network uh, playing a game I like to call Red Dead Redemption 2 with my friends. That's
0: nice. <laughs>
1: uh, under the moniker geek, uh, Big Kev GS. Otherwise, you can find me on all the social medias as uh, geek stuff. No? BK Geek stuff. That's it. There you go.
0: You know, I'm almost tempted to get uh, an Xbox just so I can continue. Like, just so we can add on more stuff against Sandwich in this part of the, <laughs> the show. Totally
1: shit. If ever there was a reason for you to get an Xbox, that's it.
0: Yeah, we'll, maybe, we'll talk later. About not that. to
1: mention the fact that we have fun. I mean, let's not mention the fact that we have fun. So,
0: <laughs> Sandwich, your info. Uh,
2: you can find me on Instagram and sometimes Xbox. At Fat Dumbledore, F A T D O M B L E D O R E.
1: Yeah, playing Madden, or or one of those first person shooters, Call of Duty. What? Call of Duty. Oh, I'm shooting a guy. Whatever. Oh.
0: But Sandwich is also going to be looking into the. Uh, uh, I almost had the role for it. The online D and D platform, so we can try to get some more Patreon folks. Uh, and while we're under quarantine, at least we can play a nice D and D game. All together.
1: Oh, I have a machine gun and grenades. Uh,
0: and with that, big Kev,
1: with that, Mr. Mayhem and the Essential Sandwich, <laughs> we bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG to a close, episode 582. The one we called the Essential Sandwich. The way we end some episodes by saying. Good night, OG.
2: Wherever you are.
0: And on that note, we cue the
2: music.